0: Hmm, that's good. Ooh, do you hear that sound? That's the sound of a new brewed-up episode of Digital Coffee. And as always, I'm your host Brett Deister. And there's some interesting things going on in the tech news today. We're going to talk about Russian hacking because the government and tech companies can't stop talking about that Facebook and their Snapchatty stuff, because they do, they do see a lot of that stuff, and other n- updates, plus quite a bit of other updates in there as well, just to kind of little tidbits for you as well. Let's get on with it. So Facebook, yes, I'm already starting off with Facebook, has decided to do a town hall feature that allows you to contact your representative to tell them how terrible, great, or to be shocked that they were your representative in your country. That's right, they're now allowing you to do this. I, for one, am going, oh boy, what kind of trouble is this going to cause and how much spam is this gonna uh, produce? Because there's always that feature. Now, it doesn't cover every single one of them right now uh, because they have to have a Facebook page and you may or may not actually get the representative because it could be just their business page, which means that they have somebody else handling it, not actually them. Take it from me that handles pages for companies, That's what happens, except for Digital Coffee. You actually do talk to me when you tweet or say anything to me on on those pages. I'm the one actually talking to you. It's a one-man unit. There's nobody else but me. But anyways, I think it's interesting. I think it's... I don't know how well it's going to work. That's my problem about it. I don't know if it will actually produce anything good out of it. I don't even know if the elected officials will even care to look or even know it's there. Most people don't even know about these new updates on Facebook. I'm pretty sure that the government, since it usually lags behind tech, doesn't even know that it's there. Unless Facebook does a really good job of telling them, hey, you're now on the town hall. They're like, is there an opt out? Opt out. Is there a way to opt out of this? But yeah, that's, that's what it is. Like I said, I don't really know if I really like this or not. It's kind of a eh, It's kind of a whatevers. I think it's the best. It's a whatevers. Uh, Now, it's still new. Uh, It's, like I said before, it's not going to have everybody. So, don't be surprised if not all of your uh, elected officials are on there. And don't be surprised that you are dumbfounded by who your actual official is because you probably don't know who it is. Also, Facebook is testing out Well, Facebook stories, which is basically Snapchat stories or Instagram stories or WhatsApp stories or Messenger stories. You get the point. Facebook has a very big love affair with Snapchat features. It cannot stop copying them. It's like looking at the new, uh, the cool kid, the new kid on the block that's cool and stealing all his stuff. And going to everybody else around your area, going, look at me. I've got it better. It looks exactly like his, but mine's better. Everybody's like, oh, okay. Because that's what we do on social media. We don't really care that much. But, yes, it's another long, long road for stories in social media. These are getting a little old and redundant because now you have... Snapchat stories, Instagram stories, Facebook stories, WhatsApp stories. So if you're on all these, you could be all storied out or you don't want to share your story on all of these things. And I completely agree with you. It's getting a little maddening. I think Facebook is just doing it to do it and not really thinking strategically on where to place it. Was it fine in Instagram? Yeah, it worked quite well. Would it, it worked in uh, Messenger? Yeah, maybe not. Let's see how the backlash or everybody actually uses it. Will it work on WhatsApp? Maybe. Will it work on Facebook? Maybe. It's it's there really is no definition of if it's going to work or if it's not going to work. All we know is that Facebook was testing it out. It's eventually going to be rolling out eventually soon. So you're going to start seeing those little circles, exactly like Facebook stories on. I mean, Instagram Stories on Facebook, which is Facebook Stories. But you're going to see exactly that. The only feature that doesn't have is the kind of the live little button, which I'm pretty sure they'll just take anyways because they own Instagram. So, and Facebook's used to just stealing stuff anyways. I mean, that's what they do. Yes, I do throw them under the bus every single time. If you don't like it, eh, whatever. I I, I love hate relations Actually, it's more a hate relationship with Facebook than anything else. I use it because it's the biggest, but... I don't like it that much. It's just my thing. But moving on to a new uh, Google app, and this is for Android only, that allows parents to control how their kids use their phone. That's right. You can finally have be authoritarian with your kids as you should be. Uh, it's a new Android app. Like I said before, it's only for Android. And the only caveat about this has to be a new phone that has Nougat or Android 7.0. Now, what you have to do is you have to have a Google account with your kid, or at least made it with your kid, or at least, uh, you know, have it linked to your account as well. And then you can control, you can see what app activities they've done. You can control when when they can use their device or not. You can even lock down their devices. Now, Google recommends that you should only use this with uh, kids 13 and under. I would say more through high school would probably would be pref- uh, good too, because, well, let's be honest, do they really do their homework? I'm not saying that all high school kids don't do their homework, but a lot of them don't. It's true, I didn't, I never liked doing it. I'll be honest with you, I hated homework. It was awful, I wanted to go play video games. But the work has to get done, because that's how life is. You can't always have fun in games, but it is very interesting. It's good that you can actually set a schedule on how long they can be on it, Uh, daylight or bedtime so you could say oh they cannot be on it at this time which would probably be like 9 p.m. to that or like I said before you can just cut them off if you're like oh you're not studying huh oh you can't use your phone anymore why now I don't know if Apple really has that type of features on it but also caveat is, is that you can block or approve of apps based on age rating because they do have that now on the Google Play Store so if you're like, hmm, an HBO app, nah, they probably shouldn't do it. Ooh, that app, no, nah, they probably should do it. You can actually do that, so it's another great thing. Also, it'll probably be a good way of, like, you know, controlling what they try to spend your money with when they use those games. Because kids never try to spend your own money, ever. Anyways, moving on to uh, Twitter and some apparent hacks have been going on. So a very popular site called Twitter Counter that kind of uh, analyzes your Twitter followers was hacked. That's right. So if you all got some interesting messages, which weren't very many of you, that you were sending out that were very Nazi-like rhetoric. You might want to change your password and uh, deauthorize the account. Now, Twitter has gone on saying, look... Uh, Yes, we try to do our best to ensure security. However, when you are authorizing all these different apps, things can happen. Loopholes can happen as well. So do your due diligence, as always. Uh, Twitter Counter, who is actually owned by The Next Web, has uh, did lock it down. So they, they weren't allowed to tweet anymore out of there. And they have hopefully fixed it or eventually will fix it we we will see if that actually has happened but yes that has happened and now you have to deal with it or not if you didn't use it at all and you were kind of wondering what that thought what that was about if anything you know it, it, it could happen anyways moving on to whatsapp what i really wanted to say that uh but whatsapp uh, like I said before, it has its story features built into it, but its user base wasn't really quite happy about it. They were kind of like, ah, I don't like this. Where's my text statuses? Well, it looks like WhatsApp is bringing that back out as well. They're saying, fine, if you want this, we'll give it to you. So it looks like reading text is not completely dead yet. It's It's getting there on social media slowly, eventually. Because we'll all be like, "Bar videos, where's my videos? Uh, but yeah, it, is, it has brought it back because the users have demanded that they want this and the uh, kind of the story features of it was a little jarring for them. They didn't really like it as much. So it should be interesting to see if that will actually work out for them or not, if anybody will actually use the story function in WhatsApp. It's been popular on Instagram so far. It was started by uh, Snapchat, of course, because like I said before, Facebook has a very, um, love infatuation relationship with Snapchat, being like, ooh, we love you, we want to steal all your stuff, and pretend that it's ours, even though it's not ours, because we stole all your ideas, (laughs) ha ha ha, try to bring out more stuff, and we'll still steal them too, I feel like that's like the internal message that Facebook is sending all the time, but, for WhatsApp, uh, I mean, this is, this is, it's cool, to be honest with you, I don't mind, uh, text statuses at all, or at school, at work, at the movies. It'd be interesting to say, battery about to die. Oh no, my battery's about to die. I must tell WhatsApp all my status that it's about to die so I can make sure that I already killed it when I updated that. Because that makes sense. I would be like, no, turn off everything. Don't die. You are my precious lifeline to the world. Kind of. I mean, I could just talk to somebody, like, when I'm walking by but who does that anymore but uh, it's good that WhatsApp is actually listening uh, to them and to see if it like I said I don't know if it's gonna work out or not it could it could not we never really know about this stuff it's the mystery of tech in general all ah, the mysteries so yeah eh, take it for what it's worth alright now the Russian hacking that's right so Russians were behind another hacking attempt because you know what when every hacking attempt happens um it's the Russians I mean let's be honest with you every time a hacking happens it's the Russians every time well at least the US government thinks it's that all the time they were behind the election hacking which had no impact or credible impact on that in general uh and if probably a slew of other things that we may or may not have happened but it is uh, credible at least because there are a lot of hackers in russia uh china has a lot as well so it's not like beyond my belief it's just funny how it's every time something something bad happens it's a quick blame to the russians hack happened it's the russians i'm like are you sure yes why because they hate us um yeah that's probably true but we probably deserve it a little bit Uh, But that's kind of like my internal Like, it's the Russians. It's like, uh, how about it's not all the time, the Russians. Um, But at least they they have better proof than previous um, accusations. So it looks like there's four people that are accused of this. Uh, Two of them were part of the FSB Center for Information Security, a.k.a. Center 18. Uh, So it was that. It looks like they paid or at least elicited or had some type of goods slash services trade between the other two hackers uh, to get a lot of things. Now, the hackers also uh, went after credit card numbers, tried to siphon off uh, some redirects get some money through Yahoo as well. Just a lot of really bad things uh, that kind of netted them money, but kind of made Yahoo look absolutely ridiculously awful. Awful. Especially when they were facilitating spam accounts at least 30 million accounts. Yeah, spam campaigns, 30 million accounts. It's not good. To be honest with you, even if this does look bad and you feel bad for Yahoo, it's kind of their fault for not having better security. I mean, cuz it does go down to their security protocols and what's in place with it. Now, I understand that the FSB officers could well, could know procedures and protocols to kind of get around that and prevent it. So that could be another thing as well. But we don't really know the full story. It's just kind of one of those things of like, eh, that doesn't look very good. and does not make Yahoo look very good either. Now, is Russia going to play ball? Maybe, maybe not. It doesn't... There's no way uh, for that to actually happen. Um, because, well... There's no extradition treaties in Russia, so they can demand all they want that they need to be held accountable for these acts. But Russia's like, all right, whatever, we don't care, we don't care what happened. Uh, so it's it's probably going to be this where it's like, oh, they're going to have all these uh, all these um, kind of like uh, accusations lobbied against these people, and nothing will happen because they're in Russia, and they can get away with it. Because Russia's like, yeah, you do it to the US, yeah, whatever. It's whatevs. We don't really care. We don't really care. That's that's kinda how I see the Russians going, eh, pff, whatever. They hate us anyway, so why give us why give them uh, people that we don't really want to give them, anyways? I mean, what's in it for us is probably the thing. Alright, so there has been well, more evidence or more hacking of celebrity private. Photos, that's right, you know, the, the whole, the frapening, the fapping happened in 2014 hack, and it was, you know, surfaced on Reddit and 4chan, and, uh, well, it happened, some illicit pictures were taken as well. This is just a friendly reminder uh, to either have really strong passwords or to use LastPass or one of those password management systems as well, back it up on some other non-secure, probably not iCloud site, or at least figure out a way of doing it securely as well. Or if you do take illicit photos, just erase them right after you send them. There you go. It's a lot easier that way. You don't have to worry about it. But yeah, uh, it looks like Emma Watson and Amanda Sifrid. It it looks like those were hacking, which Emma Watson was like, oh, "This is why I took up the cause for women's rights," and I'm like, oh, "Whatever. You don't even know they're men or women. So, if it's a woman, so your women's rights for allow them for them to do that. Are you sure? Do I think this is the right thing to do? I do I think people should do this? Oh no, heck no! I think this is awful. I think this is dumb. Uh, but this is the world we live in, and you have to understand that people don't play by the rules. People will try to." Uh, Use exploits to get things that they want. It's this, this is what happens. You just have to deal with it. You have to make sure that you're taking the necessary procedures to make to ensure that you have at least a strong defense. Now, not every defense is is um, unbeatable, but at least make it <laughs> make it make them work for it. That's what, that's all I'm saying. So, to be honest with you, I. Th- if you're in the limelight, this is this is unfortunately the ugly truth about it, is that you are a target, regardless if you like it or not, regardless if it's fair or not, you are a target because you are adored by millions of people. Is it fair? Probably not. Is it, what, is it the good and the bads, the pros and the cons to everything? Yeah, it's part of the cons. So there you have it. Don't take illicit photos on your phone or delete them really quickly. Make sure it's wiped completely. That's really what you got to do, unfortunately. It is what it is. All right, moving on to, well, tech companies and their love affair with uh, going to court about travel bans. That's right. Now, I've said this before and I'll say it again. These, these tech companies do not care about immigrants whatever fashion unless it helps their bottom line. The reason why they're actually going after this travel ban, again, is not because of the travel ban. It's because of H-1B visas. Because these visas are what tech companies use the most. And these visas are the ones that get them the cheapest labor so they can bring down costs and so they don't have to hire more expensive people from the United States. And they can say all they want that they're just fighting the injustice, but they're really not. Let's be honest with you. They're not. They're a business. They're there to make money. This is not... So if this is not in the best interest for them to make money, they wouldn't be going after them, because they are spending a lot of money to do this in court as well. I don't care what media companies like. Oh, look, they're standing up for immigrants' rights. Yeah, because they want to make sure they get the cheapest labor. That's the only reason why they're doing this. There is no other reason why they should be doing this, and I get why they're doing this. Am I mad at them? Yeah, whatever. But I want the tech companies to stop saying that there's no good talent in the United States because they because they just don't wanna pay for it. That's the problem, they don't wanna pay for it. And so that's why they say there's not enough good uh, talent in tech, which is false because they just don't wanna pay for it. You see where I'm going with this? They don't wanna pay for it. But they'll gladly spend millions and millions and millions of dollars in court to do this to make sure that they can save on their bottom line for, well, labor. And it's all it's about is labor. Nothing more than just labor. Have I said labor enough for you to you know drive it home? Now I'm all, usually on the fence about most of what this current president is doing. Yes, he's my president. Yes, he's all of your president. Get over it, deal with it. It happened. I'm sorry I have to say that, but I'm getting sick and tired of not my president hashtags because I'm like, if you live in the United States, he's your president. There's only one president. I'm sorry you don't you don't you don't get the one that you want that's life uh but do i like everything he's doing yes and no i like some things that he said he may do and i don't like other things do i think the health care plan is great no i actually don't think especially if it's going to incur uh kind of one of those fees like obamacare then i don't like it at all uh do i think that we're a nation yes do i think we have immigration laws yes do i think we should follow them of course there's no point to having laws if you don't follow them i'm sorry. The United States Constitution only protects those of the United States. That's why it says we the people of the United States, not we the people of the world. There's a difference. They don't get the same rights and protections that we do unless they are an American citizen. I know it's a harsh thing, but it's life. Life is never fair. Life is never dandy all the time. It can be dandy a lot of times, but not all the time. This is just one of them, it's the cold, hard reality. Even if you don't like it, you have to accept that it is. Just like you have to accept that Trump is your president. I don't care about you people saying it's not my president. I'm like, you know, I'll just go back saying, yeah, he is. There is no other president. We just have one, unless you are taking opioids or, you know, hallucinogen drugs, and you can have all the presidents you want. Anyways, moving on to California, my state. Oh, how I really like my state. More legally or governmental-wise than anything else. It's a great place to live with all the sunshine. But uh, the California Department of Justice introducing new legislation to legalize driverless vehicles. That's right. Us Californians will be able to see people just just relaxing, kicking back in the driver's seat. And we're we're all like motion like get your hands on the wheel it's gonna go and they'll be like oh it's driverless oh okay so if you ever see that it's okay it's driverless or they might be Bart Simpson that thinks cruise control is driverless and does that watch that episode of Simpsons it's kind of funny it's old school Simpsons by the way but um, this is interesting this is kind of a new step this is actually a very forward thinking step for any government in general, because driverless cars is still not a um, big thing yet. It's, it's becoming hyped, but it's still not a very big uh, consumer thing yet. So we'll see if this actually works out or not. It may or may not. I think it's a, it's a good step for it. Now, if California can stop legislating everything to the ground, or regulating everything to the ground, too, because they like to do that, too, it'll be awesome. But unfortunately, my state loves to regulate everything to the ground where it becomes impossible to start up a job and people just move over to somebody else because well it's a not cheaper because to be honest with you it's not cheap living here it's a great place but it's not cheap living here but i think for the most part i think this is actually a really good step forward one of the few times i will say this about my state it's a really nice step forward it's a little forward thinking in the right direction there's some forward-thinking things I'm like mm, is this really forward-thinking but this one actually is so be prepared for yeah what I just said prior- previously all right so GoPro has not been having the best of years uh, it's expected to cut 270 more jobs Ugh, that's the 17% cut in their workforce it's just because they just have not been reaching those revenue goals or revenue projections they've been off uh, the Karma drone and its malfunction did not help the company whatsoever. Plus, with the cameras, there's only so much you can do to to you know grow within that industry. And I think GoPro has saturated it to the extent that it can saturate. It has to find new avenues to actually do it. Are the cameras great? Yeah, they're awesome. GoPros make a uh, GoPro makes wonderful extreme cameras. But once again, it's it's saturated in that market and plus with the rise of a lot more smartphones being more durable uh it's almost like do i need a gopro still now i'm not saying that they are as indestructible or as uh, durable as a gopro but they're getting they're getting there they're getting closer and closer in that direction so it should be interesting to see where that industry is going and how GoPro is going to actually pivot from that. Not saying that it's going to, it should completely go away from it, but how it's going to pivot from it. So we'll we'll, we'll see what happens with that. It could be great, it could be not. But moving on to the FCC, or the Federal Communication Commission. Yeah. I don't know why I had a brain fart on that, but um, the new chief, uh, or the chair, or the chairman, uh, he really is a man, so it's chairman, uh has made a call for a 5G uh, wireless. So you could see the 5G bandwidth, uh, you know, coming in a lot more commercials for Verizon, all of them. But yeah, they want to push it forward, push it through, because they want to make sure that we are not falling behind like we have in broadband. We are not doing well in broadband speeds. We are probably one of the worst, to be honest with you. It's not good. Uh, But he's trying to push it through, trying to push it through as fast as he can. He's also trying to push... Uh, through more uh, spectrum, so 11 gigahertz spectrum as well uh, This is for high frequency uses for 5G mobile services and this could help for, let's say, if um, for other areas that really broadband is not really good for it right now, but they're also trying to uh, go even higher with the frequencies about 95 gigahertz. Uh, available for uses as well, and this is also going to help with emergency services, also to lay fiber down as well. You know, to kind of help America, you know, all be on the internet, not just most of the country, but all the country because all the country needs to be on the internet. M- maybe, maybe not. It all depends. I still favor free speech, even if it, even if you shake your head at sometimes, you're like, is this necessary? But yeah, he's trying to push it through. Now, will this actually happen? We'll see, because what they say and what they do, nine times out of ten, are not the same thing. Yeah, it's rarely the same thing. So, we'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll see, Mr. Chairman, who doesn't like neutrality, which I'm really skeptical of. We'll see. Alright, Microsoft has, well, amazingly fixed a record number of flaws This month, in the March, security updates. That's right. They fixed a lot of commonly known and not so commonly known as well. Uh, It also has affected products like Internet Explorer, Microsoft Edge, Microsoft Office Exchange, Skype for Business, Microsoft Link, and Silverlight. That's right. That's a lot of them. Um, Now, the highest priority one was the MS-17-013. This this one uh, addresses remote. Code execution, privilege, escalation, information, disclosure, flaws, and Windows graphics components, graphic devices, color management, and these v- vulnerabilities affect Windows, Office, Skype, Link, and Silverlight. That's just one of them. Um, there was another one that uh, it was MS17-006 and 17 MS17-007, which... Um, which also contains vulnerabilities that have publicly disclosed, including a critical remote co- uh, code execution one. There's just a lot of bad vulnerabilities that kind of allow for, like, backdoors and other ways for people to, you know, use vulnerabilities to, you know, get your stuff and exploit it and not do very good stuff with it. So they just tr- were trying to, you know, do it. Now, they, wh- why it was such a record high this month is because last month they didn't do it. They pushed it back for some un- strange reason that a lot of people weren't happy about because it left a lot of people vulnerable. But I always say, for the most part, if you know how to, you know, serve the web wisely, you'll be fine, usually. If you're dumb, that's your own fault. And... And learn how to surf the web why is it we're internet as the young people call it I'm not that old but I just like saying it like I'm an old guy anyways moving on to Chrome looks like Chrome is gonna be throttling back um, some background tabs to improve battery life yes Chrome has been a very big resource hog especially for my RAM I've been seeing it on cam, if you don't know what cam is you should download it, it's really good resource management to see what's going on with your computer, but anyways back to this. Um, What they're trying to do is they're trying to make sure um, that it, that, well, it allows your device to stay on longer and when you're using Chrome it doesn't completely make the battery go bye bye, like it's like, oh I opened it, Eh, my battery died, how did that happen? I just opened this, too many tabs. Uh, Because, you know, we all like to tab. I love to tab. I have, like, 15 tabs open at a time sometimes, especially when I'm doing this podcast. Always tabbing. It's the tab life. I didn't really need to stop with these puns. Um, It's been an interesting day. Uh, But I I think this is great. I think it's a great announcement for um, improved um, battery life and just efficiency as well, is to make sure that these are not uh, above 1% usage because above 1% is where you get into trouble with this. So expect to see a uh, Better battery life when you're using Chrome. Yes. Tab on. Okay, that was the last one, I swear. Anyways, moving on to Apple. And Apple and Russia, well, just aren't liking each other. Uh, Apple has been accused of illegally, illegally fixing pri- iPhone prices in Russia. Well, which isn't a big surprise. Because they technically do fix the price in the United States as well. Because you really see discounts on Apple in general. But Russia is like, yeah, we just don't really like this. We were trying to get to the bottom of this, and if this happens, you're going to get a fine. Usually the fines aren't that big anyways, so I'm pretty sure Apple will be like, yeah, yeah, whatever, take a check. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a pretty serious thing. Google was accused of apparently putting their own apps on its own operating system. Oh, heaven forbid, because you can't download other apps that you want. Yeah, it's very odd that... It, they would get fined for it, but I've always been the one to be like, yeah, they own it. You can just go to the Google Play Store and download whatever you want. It's all you have to use it. You know, you kind of have to have a Gmail account. Uh, but, um, but, yeah, that's, that's really what it is. That's, that's what it is. I just said that twice, but that's what it is. I said it a third time. Uh, and if it's true, you know, to be honest with you, it probably is true. Apple does like to, you know, set a fixed price on all their phones and all their products as well. It's not like this is, like, a oh, shocker for me. This is just normal. I've seen Apple prices be outrageously high for its computers when you can see find better specs on PCs anyways. But that's Apple. That's been Apple. It has this uh, perception in a lot of consumers that it's a very good operating system. Not very many viruses... Now, if you're going to use that argument, let me tell you, Chromebooks beat it out. And you're like, what? Chromebooks? Yes, because it uses Linux and it's a fork of Linux and it barely has any system resources. It barely has any viruses or any viruses in general. And so if you want like an almost virus free computer, you go with Chromebook. And it's the third of the cost, too. But yeah, that's what it is for it. Now, things or programs or apps you should try out this week. There is a new app for iOS only called. Uptime. It's made by Googlers. If you want to, you know, watch videos, share videos, have comments, people go, you can't stop watching, have different comments. looks very interesting, uh, has different emotions as well. Uh, So if you want to have a group of friends just watching it, this is probably something for you. It looks very um, interactive and sparkly as well. But only for iOS. Sorry, Android users. And if you are still looking for a job and want to spruce up and make your You know resume looks snazzy visual CV is there for you it will make it look all super snazzy with all the graphics and everything you need to make your uh, resume look like it's in the 21st century not the 19th century so yeah try it out if you want to I gotta do sign up Um, there could be pricing as well but you know make sure you check all that Alright, there is a interesting uh, new Kickstarter called Firefly Smart Mirror. That's right, it's the first smart mirror that will tell you different things like the time, uh, your schedule, all the other things that your phone will tell you on your mirror while you're trying to check yourself out and being like, Ooh, I look good. I look really good. Come here, everybody. Look how good I look. Name that movie. Uh, but yeah, it's one of the first one. It looks interesting. Now, it is a Kickstarter, so... Take that with a grain of salt, but it's going to be using Al- Amazon Alexa for that as well. But I think this is actually really good, uh, especially when to do a timer for brushing your teeth, or if you want to, you know, make sure you're not late. Uh, you can set a timer. You can say, uh, you can know what the weather is. You can call an Uber. You can check your stocks. All the things you need to do. Uh, so you can be- kickstart if you want to. I would always wait. A lot of these things sometimes don't actually go through or. You know, fail, like Pebble. But yeah, that's what it is. Um, but Firefly is coming to iOS and uh, Android very, very soon. Probably want to kick-start And here's an interesting new thing, because it's very techy in general. There is something on Indiegogo called Lego Tape. That's right, it's a piece of tape made out of Legos. Like, it has Legos on top of it, and you can just tape things with Legos. And then you can use your Legos on top of that. I mean, it, it's like the Lego thing the lego tape you've been wanting but if you want to you know kickstart it and uh, make sure it goes through just check it out it looks actually pretty cool it looks pretty solid as well especially since you can put legos on like your refrigerator legos on your ceiling or wall if you're like that or do weird things with it as well this is it for you and it's cuttable too so that's always a good thing yeah but check it out i put everything in the show notes that is the end of digital coffee thank you for tuning in and as always, follow Digital Coffee on iTunes. or subscribe to say iTunes, Google Play Music, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, and more. Also, follow Digital Coffee on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, uh, Instagram, Anchor. Anchor FM or Anchor Radio, um, Player. Me as well. And uh, be sure to support. Digital Coffee on Patreon Podbean and if you like this podcast, pick go to the Digital Coffee Podcast store and pick up some t-shirts and coffee mugs. It goes great with everything, I swear. Anyways, join me on Friday when I go through Gaming News and Gamers Cafe. Alright guys. Have a good Thursday later.